0: Welcome to Sustainable 204 We well, was
1: worried sick about you, the Babel army was writing in I was getting people, and people who don't even know you were asking me if you were alright Are you alright?
0: I'm okay, thank you, yeah Thank you very much for asking if I was alright And thank you for people who were getting in touch asking if I was alright It wasn't a picnic um, You had, the, you had the Covid?
1: You had the I had Covid? The COVID yes. yes Would you recommend um, it?
0: As apparently 30% of the UK population are reckoned to have had wow. now. Have you seen that stuff? Well, you've, you've been Latin busy. Uh, <laughs> yes, I've been... <laughs> Jesus, it was only 0.1% until I got it. And then that super spreading fortnight that I embarked on really upped it. Would I recommend it? No, not hugely. Right. It's not been a barrel of laughs. Oh. But it's also not been anything like as bad as a lot of people have got it. So don't um, be overly concerned. And I will. Uh, this is the last I will mention of it. Because what people like even less than somebody bangs on about their children is somebody bangs on about their health. So I'm not going to bang on about it anymore.
1: Well, I am just going to say thank you to all of the Babel Army. What's sent? Very kind messages. I want to read out Emma English's message because it made me laugh. She said, poor old, I hope he rests up and punches COVID in the fart box. Uh, (laughs) Did you punch it in the fart box? (laughs) Yeah. Sure, yeah. It sounded entirely it, like you punched it in the fart box. No,
0: I mean, we'll see how this goes. Um, <laughs> I, I think I gave it a very stern look in the fart box. Uh, I'm not sure I inflicted a fatal fart box blow. Do you, you want to say that? <laughs> no. Done with this sort of thing. Careful now. With this right, thing. what are we doing? Who are
1: you? We are your friendly little weekly environment podcast, all about people and the planet and why, despite global pandemics and things getting naused, we can still have a chuckle about it every now and then, yes? How we laughed. How we laughed. And what are we going to be having a chuckle about this week? Now, you remember, as well as Babel
0: listeners, the famous English cricketer Darren Goff, don't you, fast bowler?
1: Uh, I don't. For, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. I've heard of him. for Yorkshire. Yeah. Quite little he? man. Yep.
0: splendid. Yeah. Um, and cricket, you say? Cricket. That's right. Yeah. Good. Darren oh, yeah. Goff. Yeah. Yeah. And imagine for a minute that um, you were a you were a, a tabloid journalist. Um, you were standing on Darren Goff, and in fact, you were almost kind of in Darren Goff. So, being a tabloid journalist, you would be a hacking Goff. Whoa, a hacking Goff, right? Hacking. right and we're going to be talking about tabloids journalists and we're going to be talking about tabloids and particularly the daily express that has gone and done a weird thing that's all pro climate and stuff so that's one thing the other thing we're going to be talking about
1: is um, well Bubbles have been a thing, haven't they? Bubbles. We've all been in our bubbles. Yes. Our, our some, of, parent... some of us perhaps not enough of being in a bubble, but no. Yes. Okay. I wish,
0: wish, I wish a few people at my kid's nursery had been a bit more bubbly, I have to say, because then I wouldn't have got COVID. Anyway, I'm fine. But we're it's going fine. to be talking about different bubbles this week. We're talking about the bubbles that are in your fizzy drinks, in your Coca-Cola, which are no longer going to be trapped in big plastic bubbles, apparently. They're going to be and all. Papery things um, and if you believe that you believe anything so that is our thing this week we're talking about hacking golf and bubbles and that is of course a covid theme day superb news but you're not going to bang on about it and that's the important
1: thing I'm not going to talk at length about poor old me that's been at- did i mention i had COVID? oh you're my brave soldier you still look ridiculous and i still see you've got your hair held up by a buff
0: that's nothing to do with the pandemic, no, unfortunately. It's
1: really. uh, just the usual disclaimer before any of that nonsense. <laughs> Always off. Oh dear me. Oh dear. Mute yourself, will you? You need a mute button for that. I'm fine. Yeah, good. Uh, we do work for environmental charities, don't we all? Yes, yes. But these are very much our own germs. So if you have got any beef with anything that you hear, take it up with me or all but not with anyone for whom we work. And just a reminder that The Babble is a listener-supported podcast, so if you like what you hear and you want to chip in with the running costs so we can keep doing it, so poor old old doesn't just sit in a corner and cough himself away, you can contribute at wubblywubblywubbly.patreon.com slash sustainababble. Thank you very much. Please do that. Let's do the show now. Okay. No! Before any of that, all before any of that, now i'm i heard a thing and i liked it and i want to do a, i want to do can we isn't that a Katy perry song yeah it is i heard a thing and i liked it and this thing in fact do me do me a thing
0: i heard a thing and i liked
1: it superb thank you very much oh uh, yes so we're gonna do mystery quiz mystery sound quiz would you like to play mystery sound quiz
0: uh, I think so. I don't know about this. This is a genuine mystery to me. A genuine is mystery. Is this going
1: to be good? It's a mystery sound. I want is you... This isn't going
0: to be one of those... Do you remember you Used to people used to send you pictures and be like, what body part is that? And it was like their finger in their elbow, but it looks like something a lot worse. Is it going to be like the audio equivalent of that? Are you just going to be farting and burping at me? Do
1: you want to play a mystery sound quiz or not? Yeah. Right. Shut up and listen. So, uh you are going to hear at the same time as the listeners, you are going to hear mystery sound and I want you to tell me what you think is going on. That's it. Right. Ready? Do I win a Ford Cortina? Right. Mystery sound. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a chicken? A chicken laughing? Half right. It's something laughing. A sc- uh, a, uh, a, an
0: animal laughing? Yeah. What sort of animal? What flavour? What do you reckon? Come
1: on, a, I'm forcing you to answer. Um, an, an otter. Close, close. What's like an otter, um, but not wet? <laughs> Ferret? uh stoat weasel keep going small labrador right yeah look click on this link Ah, laughing foxes wow that's what a fox sounds like. like an otter yeah it's what a fox sounds like when you tickle its tummy those look they are laughing foxes are they not That's incredible! Yeah, what a lovely yeah, yeah, yeah. thing to see.
0: See, mystery sound quiz was nice. Poor, oh, tell you what, people on Twitter liked that.
1: That's that's been seen 17 million times. That's because laughing foxes are brilliant. I just wanted to start. I just wanted to start today's show with some laughing foxes. Oh, and oh, we may no. have future mystery mystery sound quiz in future episodes of other nice things, just to remind ourselves that not everything is naused. Foxes still find things funny, and so does everyone else. Yes?
0: <laughs> Superb.
1: Yeah, thanks very much. More of that, please.
0: Bond. On, a, on, on, on a related theme, there was a video I saw of a dog that had clearly been separated from its owner for some time and the moment of its oh, reunification oh. was like proper tear-jerkingly beautiful this isn't what a bond what a thing to witness it was amazing i can't remember how to find it well that's what the babble
1: listeners feel like having you come back they've been separated from you for two <laughs> weeks um and i imagine there's people all around the country and i am um, crying merrily and jumping up and down on a lead And I am metaphorically leaping into their arms and licking them all over
0: the face with my my rabid tongue.
1: Alright, these are the simple rules. No barking, no growling. You will not lift your leg to anything in this house. This is not your room.
0: anti of the Week. Right, Anti-Inhoff of the Week. There are Inhoffs in this world, Dave, and they are people who think that climate change isn't real because there's still snow. Incidentally, fair bit of snow in America at the moment. Uh yes. Solidarity, yes. if you're one of those people currently in Texas without any electricity or heat or water in some places because there's been too much snow. Lack of solidarity if you're one of those Republicans who has decided to blame this on the Green New Deal, a policy which isn't, isn't yet even... Like agreed upon, let alone being implemented. Is that happening? Or, that's happening. Or one of those Republicans who has shared a picture of frozen wind turbines from Sweden in 2014 and said, "See, it's all those wind turbines." When it's a state, which overwhelmingly gets its power and its heat from gas. But you know, that's an example of inoffs. We're not here to talk about inoffs. <sighs> I don't want to, as evidenced by the last minute and a half, I don't want to talk about Inhoffs. No. I want to talk about We don't want to give you Inhoffs. We want no. to give you
1: anti-Inhoffs.
0: Exactly. And not all anti-Inhoffs are where you might f- expect to find them. This particular anti-Inhoff is on Fleet Street, sitting in the office. Is it still on Fleet Street? Oh, that's don't probably think it's very not. An, I think, it's, it's, probably I think on, it's somewhere else now. It's probably yeah. whopping or something, isn't it? Probably, uh, yeah. Anyway, figuratively, on Fleet Street, sitting in the office of a tabloid newspaper, thinking... Right, where's my next story about witches or something? And is now in a very very strange twist of fate being all pro climity Who are we talking about, Dave?
1: We are talking about a man called Gary Jones. Gary Jones, who he all oh, he he is the editor, the new editor of a newspaper, I think we can call it that, called the yeah. Daily Express.
0: Daily, the 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 climate change denying green activist baiting horrible horrible Islamophobic
1: everything phobic horrible rag Daily Express that one that one that one the boss of that has done a thing which has absolutely flabbergasted me I have to say I am my gust is flabbered <laughs> look at it <laughs> my. Bob is
0: discomulated.
1: <laughs> so what's happened is this you will have seen this now look okay slight disclaimer we wanted to talk about this when it happened but I'll had the pox so we couldn't so we're talking about it a little bit late and you probably have by now got bored of this but we have views about this and we're going to talk about these views now the daily express as Ul said was horrible newspaper which made up stuff about climate change actually made it up every year it would run exactly the same story covering exactly the same quote from exactly the same hack weather person, saying it was going to be the coldest winter in the last 20, 50, 100 years, and we shouldn't worry about it. It would write all sorts of stuff about how wind turbines were an Islamic plot to enslave us all to Europe, um, and that sort of thing. Genuinely, There, there
0: was there was a headline, of, uh, not a headline, a front page splash from 10 years ago that was like, 101 reasons why global warming is a hoax. Like right. that, that was the front page of
1: the Daily Express. yeah. And there was loads of stuff. That's just what they did, is what their line was. And, like, beyond parody, as in even they must have known it was bollocks, right? Um, but a couple of weeks ago, everyone woke up to discover that the front page of the Daily Express said... Join our Green Britain revolution. Let's give the UK economy a £21 billion boost. The Daily Express is today launching a revolutionary campaign to save Britain's environment and give a £21 billion boost to the economy because, blah, 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 climate change is really important, everyone wants us to act on it, And we're now launching a massive campaign with friend of the babble, Dale Vince. Go back and listen to episode 46 to save the planet.
0: The picture accompanying this was a Union Jack, uh, coloured all green, with butterflies flying around it, wind turbines, solar panels, people on bikes cycling their kids around. And it said, Green
1: Britain needs you. It's a trap! Mm. And it used used the word revolution. Green revolution. Do you know that...
0: we, I mustn't bang I mean, on about this, but like the the number of times I had conversations with people who worked for the uh, same organisation I used to work for, who said we can't use, we can't say revolution <laughs> because that's just really off putting to people on the right. And they've probably got a point. I don't know, but it was it's it's amazing how often people on the right use the word revolution when they want to. <laughs> Is all <laughs> I will say about
1: that. And this is an ex- extraordinary. What's the word? Voltyfarsi, farsi. an extraordinary, yeah, turny, turny roundy facey thing. Like that is complete. That just requires you to go. Wait a minute. What?
0: Well, I tell you, I tell you what. When, the first I knew about this was when you sent me a text message with a link to it. Oh yeah. And I. Yeah. I'm no, going to read it what you just, actually. It was just a picture, wasn't it? It's was just a picture of the front page, and I. Yeah. You, I try to tell you sh- what you literally said in response. Yes.
1: Yes. What did yes I say? You literally said in response. You said um, that real can't be. That's what you said.
0: Sometimes I forget just how eloquent I am. That and, real question we, mark can't
1: be. full <laughs> Especially stop. in the written word. Yeah, um, but, but, but fair uh, I meant it. Everyone, I, I, everyone I honestly that. assumed it was a. It was a joke. Yeah, and I'm still not entirely sure it isn't like. I did. I, first of all, I checked it wasn't April the 1st, and it's going to be April the 1st at some point, at which point, presumably, they'll take it all back and say it was all a big joke. <laughs> Basically, they, just to summarise what is going on here, they've launched a campaign which has been backed by the bosses of the national trust rspb wildlife trust greenpeace friends of the earth etc etc to make quote space of nature to get like boris johnson taking climate really seriously at the g7 talks and the big massive climate shindig at the end of the year and to change the tax system so that you get like tax breaks on green stuff yeah scrap, it's the express scrap vat on
0: green products is what they want um and and they said an exclusive poll basically justifying why they've done this an exclusive poll commissioned by the daily express shows we are tapping into a new national mood with 66% of adults
1: worried by the state of the planet climate change and the decline of wildlife and now, nature they're going to have to be hit with the naughty stick on this one right because they're making it sound like they alone have realized that <laughs> guys, actually that guys that actually <laughs> when, people when you are ask worried people,
0: about the planet we're breaking, break caps lock on Twitter. Breaking colon. I know, I don't.
1: Uh, they like, can have, they can have some of this <laughs> for that. I think. now people around the world listen to Sustainable a and i do not flatter the uk media by assuming that people in america or denmark massive in denmark um are familiar with the daily express the daily express is a tabloid newspaper right i assume most countries have them the uk i reckon has like more and worse ones yeah it's, 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 kind of, it's, well. it's one of the things we do well isn't it lie yeah. in print um, L- Lion print, uh, get people excited about grubby little stuff.
0: But uh, like the National Enquirer in the in the states is is probably their fam- most famous yeah. yeah, right? yeah,
1: yeah. That, that sort of vibe, basically. That, that sort of vibe, like you know, tits and lies, basically, um, <laughs> and some surprisingly good football coverage on occasion. Um, and that the Daily Express was it's been around for years and years and years, and like used to be established, respectable, fairly mainstream kind of paper. Right, it wasn't them. They weren't the Nazis, were they? It was the male that were the Nazis. It was Is the that male right? Can that, I say that? that well, I yeah, get sued. Yeah. No,
0: the male absolutely supported. Um, was it supported the Nazi party or
1: the supported black Hitler? Was supported the black shirts, didn't they? The it, black, black shirts, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and the Express, but over the last sort of what fifty years, forty years, thirty years, something like that, the Express has just turned into the ugliest, most horrible, least well-researched paper. Right now, I asked a journo friend about this: what's gone on? And basically, it was bought by a pornographer. It was bought by Dickie Richard Dickey Desmond, Dirty Dickie Desmond, yeah, who um, basically just, my journo friend says what's going on, was what, Dickie Desmond just wasn't really interested in running this thing as a paper, it was just sort of winding it down, um, using it to get advertising revenue. Didn't do any journalism to speak of. All the journalists were given the boot, and instead they just recycled the same press release from a bunch of people who think just because they there's still snow that climate change isn't a thing right um and it got bought the express got bought by the people who own another tabloid a lefty tabloid called the daily mirror and those people said hang on a bloody minute we've got loads of people read this stuff who might actually not if we look at this poll here think all this climate change stuff is made up and appointed someone and said right go on like make the express not horrible again and the amazing thing, so they appointed this guy, Gary Jones, and I do love the, the story. So he's, he said, the new, like, he's
0: the new editor, is that He's the
1: new right. editor. He's a, he's a lefty, he's a working class lefty by his own description. I suspect he's not a lefty in some of the ways that you and I think are lefties, but, you know, he is a lefty of sorts. And he says, apparently he was offered the job on a Friday, he was called into the Beaks office and the Beaks said, do you want to be boss of the Daily Express? And he went, <laughs> oh, I don't know, can I think about it? They said, no, we need to know, like, right now. So he went, yes. and he. he Claims is it true? Then, is it true? Yeah, he claims that he then went home that weekend and only then had a look at what the Daily Express writes about things like migrants. And he said he was quote horrified after discovering what a load so, of bollocks. I know,
0: I know, what a it load does of rather bollocks. Man, man who gets appointed editor of major national newspaper hasn't ever read major national newspaper. Do me a favour.
1: Do you mind me asking why? I'll tell you why, because
0: it's balls, that's why. It's complete balls!
1: I know, we can excuse Babble listeners in Uzbekistan not knowing about what the Daily Express was. <laughs> we can't really excuse a career journalist who's just been appointed editor of the Daily Express. So what did he say? He said he, said he was horrified. He said he was horrified to see some of the horrible shit they publish. Um, and, don't know exactly what happened then, but then a couple of weeks ago, massive, massive U-turn on what it says about climate change. Um, so what do we think about it? What do you think about it? Oh, so, because because, I'll tell you what you think about it. Oh, you think, that's good, because, you know... You think it is unmitigated brilliant news. I think that's about right.
0: See? Told you I, that's I'm not sure that. I think it's brilliant news in the sense that I don't know how big a deal it really is.
1: Oh, I think it's a massive deal. We'll come
0: to that. Um... I'm not saying it's not a massive deal. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying it's not like... In terms of like things that are going to radically stop the planet boiling, it's probably not one of the... It's not in the top 10 of things that are going to... Whoa, look at your face. Blimey. Come on to that. Uh, but I think it's very good. And the re- the reason I'm hesitating is I suspect why a lot of people in green world and lefty world are hesitating is because it's very hard to look at somebody who has been your enemy and saying awful, awful things all awful. the time. Like, for, not for just years about climate, years as years. you alluded
1: to, like about...
0: Oh god. LGBT. If you want if you want to like, really make yeah. yourself feel yeah. terrible about the state of the world, go and like search for Daily Express front pages regarding migrants. And it's horrific. And like they are one of the reasons why there is a, Brex- why a Brexit why there's a Brexit. Why there's a Brexit. Why there's a huge cultural current of anti migrant, anti foreigner, anti anyone who isn't white. Like yep. they are on absolutely on the hook for that. And there are you know that paper has done some awful awful things. And it's therefore very difficult for people to kind of look at this straightforwardly good thing they're doing, campaigning for more action on climate change and saying that we want everyone to do more stuff on climate change and be kind of happy about it. Because it's, it's like, you know, if Ian Botham said something nice, it'd be, it'd be tricky. It'd <laughs> be tricky. Can we ask you a question about the cricket? Uh, no, I'm not here to talk about cricket.
1: Okay, that's fine. Uh, uh, two points to ask at this stage. Firstly, your glasses are now so wonky that one of your eyeballs is no longer actually in the frame of the glasses. That's better. You've got yeah. to get that fixed. It looks ridiculous. This. Um, secondly, um, As you know, I've now two months, two months clean of Twitter. Having a great time. Thank you very much. Still no particular desire to go back onto it. But I imagine people on Twitter had
0: views. Oh, sorry. I meant to say there's there's an enormous clamour for you. Uh, Twitter (laughs) is wondering, like, where's Dave? This site is nothing without him.
1: Um, well, I, I meant I, to I tell you that, is, but it's, it's... It's still going, is it? I mean, oh, like, it's still it, going, yeah. And it's, it's yeah, just it's the, building, poor, the poor sods. Yeah, the poor sods. Um, no, seriously, what has what the reaction been? Because my guess would be, I genuinely don't know, my guess would be that there are two camps, as there always are, the sort of camp that says... <laughs> the right that, camp I, and a wrong camp. It, well, yes. <laughs> the sort one, one In camp one, people who go, bloody hell, this is one of the most significant indicators that you might actually win. And then the other people who go, it's the Express. Like I am not capable of giving them credit for anything. Where, well, where this, are is good,
0: we? this is going to be a disappointing answer to you because after our most recent uh, joint interview, um, sixteen years ago, sixteen years
1: ago. <laughs> what? There's nothing. It just feels like it's been a very
0: long our, time. Uh, Uh, all that time ago, uh, where we talked about how going on social media was one of the ways to undermine what you think you think about something. I've Mm. gone on social media much less. I've gone on Twitter much less. And Mm. and deliberately on this one, I was like, I'm going to try and work out what I think about this without reading what other people think about it first. Um, So I can't really tell you. I do know that there have been a few lefty voices going, hang on a minute why the hell are green groups falling over themselves to kind of congratulate the Daily Express about this? They're actually just campaigning for tax cuts. And in the view of lefty people, or those particularly lefty people, tax cuts are always bad. And this is just about making, I guess, kind of people with lots of money who are going to finance big green projects, it's just going to make them richer. And it's the same people just doing different stuff. And... I I don't really have much time for that argument. I think there are loads of examples of where green groups and other environmentalists have asked for changes to the tax system so that green stuff gets incentivized and not green stuff gets disincentivized. So like just because it's about tax per se doesn't mean it's a bad thing. No. Um I'd imagine there are other people, and I haven't seen this, but I imagine there are other people saying, you can't just hop on board with a paper when it's doing a a good thing on the narrow issue that you are concerned about and ignore all of the horrific racist stuff that it's done on other things. And I have a lot more time for that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, which is totally fair. And neither can you take back the damage you've done in the past, right? No, exactly, exactly. Although, so although it, actually, they have okay. I know, they have tried to take back the damage they've done in the past. Because if you go on the Express's site now and you search for climate change, you don't get it's all a plot cooked up by the Chinese. You get climate change is really important. Here's all the articles we've written in the last week about climate change. <laughs> I, I, that's that I'm not saying they. I genuinely don't know they deleted it. I just know it's quite hard to find if it's still there. Well, if they way. if they have because you asked me in, in the prep if that was a good thing or a bad thing, and if
0: they, that is what they've done, if they delete it, like I don't really care. I don't because. The point about a tabloid is that it's, you know, it's of the moment. It's like any news; it's very fleeting. And so, the only thing that matters really is what they're saying now, because that's the thing which is going to influence people now. Like nobody who is a Daily Express reader is going to trawl through the website to see what they were saying about climate change ten years ago. So I don't, I don't really care. Obviously, it's infuriating because you want to be able to point at the massive hypocrisy and all the rest of it. But again, does that achieve anything other than making us feel a bit?
1: Smart? Probably not. And, you know, this is a recurring theme in the Babel, but it's not for us, is it? This is the other thing. Like, lefties can get all stroppy about the Express going green all they like. Like, the Express ain't doing it to get momentum activists on board with the Express. That's not what they're up to, right? What they're doing is they are responding to their own poll, but presumably all of the other research that exists, that says, like, everyone in this country thinks climate change is important, irrespective of where they are in the country, what their politics are, right? But Pretty they must, much. they must think there's money in it.
0: Like, it's a commercial well, decision. This is, this is, of any is. newspaper taking an editorial stance is doing it because it thinks it will make more money of course. taking that stance than taking a different one.
1: And this is why, like you said, you know, you don't think it's one of the top 10 things that will save the planet. Maybe not in itself, but I think it's evidence of one of the top 10 things that will save the planet, which is that if the Express reckons there's money to be made from talking to its audience about how climate change is a massive problem, and not just once, by the way, like every single article in this prep doc, you will note, has been sourced from the Express talking about the environment, right? Um, That... That shows that the essential, like the essential argument is one on climate change yeah. right i 'm not saying this means we have fixed it very far from fixed it, but the, like it is now not. When we started this podcast, right, th- there were still all sorts of bollocks being written in all sorts of mainstream places about climate change being made up and being a fiction. We named a section of the show after one of the most famous people. Even Jim Inoff doesn't bang on about climate change so much anymore, right? Like, re- uh, but anyway, we we'll talk about the UK. Leave me alone. We'll talk about the UK, right? Well, but, like, I think
0: that's relevant, actually. I, I think the Biden effect is massively relevant here. Go on. I, well, because I think when you've got the president of the states, being so aggressively pro climate and like going way faster than and further than people thought he was going to um you know he is the leader of the free world he's the man who has control over the biggest amount of flows of money, really when you think about it, and I reckon that that must be a factor in in boardrooms in papers going, okay, well, we've got at least four years of You know the narrative coming out of the states being this is a massive deal. It's a priority. We're going to tackle climate change. So we, we're just, we're we're going to look like massive outliers. And I don't think it's a massive coincidence. I don't think they would have done this pre Biden's election. Put it that way.
1: Well, then, damn it all! What more evidence do you need? The poo pooing alone is a court martial offence. But I do think that like if you are a greenie and you have campaigned for saving the planet. And you respond to one of the biggest mouthpieces for climate denial in the country suddenly turn around and going, right, we're now part of the solution and this is really important. And if your response to that is to go, that's bollocks, I think you've missed something. I honestly feel like you weren't paying attention in we are trying to change stuff class. Like, (laughs) this is what changing things is what it's all about changing the debate changing how people view the issue changing whether there's money to be made in talking about climate change making other people think it was their idea in the first place that their poll has shown them that they should talk about climate change that's what we do all this for not everything is about like radical acts of revolution which immediately get a political response it's about that slow drip 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 stuff of making an issue so obvious and attractive and society-wide that people notice that's what we do it for isn't it I, I, I agree
0: i agree and i also think there's a tendency probably in every kind of movement for social change to be the kind of the keepers of the of the truth uh, or, you know what, what there's a better phrase than that but you know what i mean it's like we are the truth keepers yeah we are the one group of people who have the right to know about this and and Uh, That's not how effective movements work, is it? Like you're laughing because my glasses are yes, yes, your glasses are absolutely ridiculous. Um, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But but you know we're never going to win if if it's like you can only you can only express these opinions if you're a kind of designated group. You're a pure group, yeah, exactly. And so anyone who is making that case, and this, as you point out, this may be a bit of a straw person because. I'm really not that aware of anyone saying
1: they will exist. But they are the probably. Express. But they are probably. Let me let me tell you this: when you're not on Twitter, you don't hear that opinion.
0: Yeah, That's well, and much. I like following your lead. I have actually drastically reduced the amount of time I'm on Twitter, so i a may... trendsetter, Dave. There there we, we are, are. maybe um, next week. Let's delete our accounts live on air. Let's ooh, do it. Oh well, not steady. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? But well, I did ask some people who work in green groups because I was wondering whether like the internal dynamics might have been interesting about this whether people mm, are, oft, often what happens is that like an organization is signed up to support something by the boss of that organization or a senior person in that organization and it becomes public and the rest of the people inside go what the we can't support what no oh nobody asked us you but that's completely in contradiction to this thing we do with a partner over here what what's going on well too late we're doing it And I wondered whether, you know, and then you have all staff meetings and lots of naval gazing and nothing Mm. happens, blah, blah, blah. And I was wondering whether anything like that had gone on this time. And having asked around in a couple of organisations, basically no. Like, it's, it's really not been that big a deal. And I think that's just an expression of the fact that it's, that most people think that it's a good thing and a sensible thing. And yes, of course, we should lend a quote and our logo to a, newspaper that wants to do stuff on climate change.
1: A thing to say in passing is it's not just the Express that are at it as well. Like The Sun has been quietly yeah. going green. Yeah. The Sun is another UK tabloid. The biggest newspaper in Britain, I think, circulation-wise. No, mail. Daily Mail. Mail, is it? Oh, Oh, actually, newspaper.
0: Yeah, in terms of print, I think it might still be The Sun. Yeah,
1: Um, Massive, anyway. uh, Right-wing newspaper. And that has been for ages, getting on with green stories. We recorded... all hasn't quite forgiven me for this. We recorded about six or seven episodes ago. We recorded a little babble feature um, about Jeremy Clarkson writing a story about how uh, it was really important to save all the insects and, like, saving nature was really important. Jeremy Bloody Clarkson wrote that in The Bloody Sun. And we covered it. And we concluded all sorts of really interesting stuff. Like this is ridiculous. It's Jeremy Clarkson, uh, but hell, this is progress. And then all got cross with me because the recordy thing didn't work, so we couldn't use it. That was in that episode um, when I had to do a special ending. You remember the special ending? I remember.
0: Always remember your special (laughs) ending. Right, Stop Press, uh, All here, by the way. Um, turns out, and this is going to shock a lot of you, the Daily Express are a little bit inconsistent. Um, they have gone and published a story... Saying how awful it is that the BBC, a bloody BBC, are putting on a documentary all about Greta Thunberg, uh, Because, according to one of the sources they quote, which is the defund of the BBC campaign, um, when you pay your BBC licence fee, you get preached at by Greta and how awful this all is. So there you go. Perhaps we... Perhaps we just need to wait a few weeks and see just how committed the Express is to its new green crusade. I mean, I think probably they're perfectly capable of keeping both things going at once I, i'd imagine they will keep their green campaign for a tax cut on renewables going and equally keep their rabid foaming at the mouth hatred of the bbc going uh, in an equal pace but obviously it's just a bit confusing for them when they're trying to hate on the bbc and then a BBC's doing a green thing and they like the green thing, but not other BBC. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God.
1: Migrants! Migrants! Migrants!
0: Hello there. My name is Crichton2x4b523p. Such a jerky middle name. And you are listening to Sustainable. Sustainababble of the week. right this is our origin story this is the rna and the dna and the we're the, l- the little microbes crawling out of the swamp of this podcast uh this is babble this is companies talking crap when they want to sound greener than they are and this week we're talking about a company that has featured many many, many oh, yes. times do you reckon coca-cola or
1: coca-cola or shell do you reckon who do you think we've talked about more
0: Ooh, i think shell coke, i reckon you think so
1: yeah i think
0: because they always get in on christmas ones don't they like they've always, oh, yeah. there's
1: always a sustainable
0: about about coke so coke those lovely lovely puppies who Occasionally, massively exploit water sources and people and um, sell all sorts of sugary shit to people uh, and make them
1: poorly. And fill. Yes, you mean the biggest polluter in the world, Coca Cola? And the
0: biggest plastic polluter in the world um, who fill the oceans and indeed tortoises' bottoms with plastic.
1: (laughs) Get a haircut, hippie this is about coca-cola coca-cola have done a thing and they got a lot of coverage for it and it sounds well first of all i had to check this also wasn't a bloody april fool when it came around i think i genuinely thought it was a joke they are going to start the story says selling coca-cola in paper
0: bottles oh right hang on I've got a piece of paper here.
1: Right, good. Let's try this. And I've got a glass of water. <laughs> let's let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: So, uh, f- yes, makes makes e shape. Hang on. Yeah. Now
1: I'm not stupid. I'm going to make sure it's got a bottom. Is <laughs> <laughs> actually this is Hang good. On. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. While I was doing that, I'll explain what's happened. So Coca Cola is what's actually happening is they are trialing paper bottles and the director of technical supply chain and innovation at coca-cola europe someone called daniela zaria sorry daniela um says this the trial we are announcing today is a milestone for us in our quest to develop
0: a paper bottle people expect coca-cola to develop and bring to market new innovative and sustainable types of packaging
1: um are you getting on
0: i'm now nervous right because I'm in close proximity to a lot of electronic equipment and I don't well, trust my handmade paper bottle.
1: It's fine because Coca-Cola has been trialling it, so it's fine. And as Daniela says, people expect Coca-Cola to develop and bring to market new, innovative and sustainable types of packaging. When do I they? say to you, Coca-Cola, oh, do what they? do you expect? What do you expect? <laughs> I mean
0: Coca-Cola, I expect rubbish. I expect <laughs> mountains and mountains of plastic rubbish. I expect... Babble is what I expect from Coca-Cola. Yes. Uh, yes. I expect horrible saccharine adverts and fairly horrible saccharine drinks. Although, Coca-Cola on a hangover is hard to beat. You've got a
1: bastard behind the eyes. Yes, what what I don't expect them to do is to try to put Coca-Cola in paper. <laughs> but we're going to we're gonna try now. We're going to try this live on air. So Oll is um, going gonna to have a go. I'm going to have to
0: go outside to do this because I... I think my landlord will be displeased if I just pour water on. But time. it
1: works. But Coca Cola yeah, well, said Just it's in fine. case it doesn't work.
0: Hang on. OK.
1: All is getting up. All is leaving the Babel Suite. Exactly how this is supposed to be good radio, I don't know. <laughs> That's that. It's running down my sleeve now. When I put my headphones on, it's
0: gone all down my sleeve. Not not good. Got a very wet hand.
1: Not good. Wet.
0: Oh, it's gone up to my elbow.
1: <laughs> Must be like cuddling one of your infants, is eh? it? I don't cuddle Do re- them anymore. Do you remember when we. <laughs> Do you remember when we worked for uh, environmental charity that used to have pens made out of paper? Do you remember? Oh that? God, they were the
0: worst <laughs> thing ever. Absolute
1: they didn't work. classic of the, uh, of the genre
0: of eco things that are shit. When you're, like you're working in a job. It's still a job just because it's an environmental charity. It's still a job where you're like stressed and you have got deadlines. And like the
1: most irritating thing is when 17 pens in a row don't work. Yeah, or worse, when you are, it, it's still, in, it's an environmental charity, but you still wear trousers and where you put pen in uh, not trousers. Not everyone there wore trousers. No, that's true. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. At least two people I can think of never wore trousers, but um, some of whom were quite senior. Um, anyway, what we're we talking about? Yes. And then you find that aforementioned paper pen has exploded all over yourself. Um, that's not very good. Um, so we have established live on air that there are challenges, shall we say? Yes. Big wet challenges that all is holding up with putting a liquid in paper. But, 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 now, in and of itself, interesting thing. Right, interesting idea. And what's actually happening here, you may not be surprised to learn, is that when you look under the surface, yes, okay, there is paper. And what it's not paper in the sense of what you just done. It's not literally a bit of A4 into which someone has put some Coca Cola. It's sorry, I should have told you that before you did it. It's uh, kind of like yeah. it's kind of like um, how would you describe it? Like Cardboard thickness sort of paper, but, uh, like, but also like, like papier um, mâché sort of effort. I don't really know something like that. It's, it's not dissimilar to paper cups that you get, you know, like right. yes. disposable paper cups. Yeah, OK. Um, but important disclaimer <clears throat> is, um, yes, we are trialling a paper bottle, which has still actually got plastic in it. It's got a little plastic lining. <laughs> but, um, but that's what they're doing is that there is still plastic in it. There's like a little thin Brilliant. plastic lining around which is some paper, which is like saying, um, yes, I've stopped eating pigs in blankets, except for the blankets. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean on I suppose they're going on a technicality, well like it's 90% paper. Yes. Yes, it is ninety percent paper. Well done. Can we recycle it? No, because of the plastic that's in it. Yep. Brilliant. Yeah. Well done.
1: Oh and you know, and they would argue, possibly correctly, that it's less plastic, right? So that is better than some plastic. I mean it's not use a point- glass bottle! Use well, a glass bottle!
0: I don't well. understand. I don't understand why we can't just... Coca-Cola used to be made in glass bottles. And a Babel listener from Australia, I think, sent us a picture
1: of where it is still available in glass bottles. Glass is a good thing for drinks to go in. Yeah, but there's a lot of energy used there. It's not a green thing, is it? It's That's quite sort of green energy. because Well, look at bloody milk bottles. Like glass milk bottles get collected and
0: reused loads and loads of times. Like if you get your deposit return scheme right, people will give you your glass bottles back. But there's nothing wrong with using glass.
1: Blends. Blends. And anyway, it's not even... Coca-Cola are getting all the kudos for that. It's not even them doing it. It's some Danish company called Pabaco or something, which is working with other drinks companies as well. And Coca-Cola is, like, you know, working with them. But it's not their technology. It's this clever bunch of Danes. Right. We're big in Denmark. <laughs> so, so if you want to sponsor us, What, what Coca's
0: managed to do is get all sorts of mainstream me- news outlets writing positively about how Coca-Cola are trialling paper bottles. Yes. When in actual fact... Another company are developing (laughs) not paper bottles. (laughs) (laughs) It does appear to be what the case is. I mean, I suppose if you're Coke, you do get to hire the best PR people. And clearly someone has done a job on the
1: world's journalists there. Fair enough. As you saw in the prep doc, I had a little bit of an internal wrangle about this, right? genuinely it was wonderful. It was like watching a stream of consciousness. on, on a google target it's this is one of those things that like i've been at this too long and like, i genuinely don't know what i think i knew when i talked to you about it i would pretty quickly arrive at what i thought but when i actually just sit and think about it i'm like look all things being equal this is better than not doing anything at all right if you're going to have coke being sold at vast volume it is better to put it in a thing that has a bit of plastic in it than a thing that has a lot of plastic in it like if you are saying to me do you want this kick in the face or that slightly softer kick in the face, I will choose the slightly softer kick in the face, right? Yes, or and a, a gentle tickle by one of my big toes. A gentle tickle or a nibble and a chuckle with a fox. That's what I will choose, right? Um, but like the problem here is not really about like how much plastic is in a bottle. I mean, that, it's better, but it's, the bigger problem is just the nature of the product itself. Like the vastness of the empire and the colossal amounts of the water, and the manufacturing of this lifestyle of stuff that you do not need and which is not very good for you, and which is addictive, and etc. 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 That's the problem. Like, and it can simultaneously be true that that can be a slightly greener thing, but it's not inherently good. No, and it's what they it...
0: want us to be talking about, isn't it? Like, it's right. it's Marketing 101. It's, okay, so here are the things that people criticise us for, which we do not want to talk about, like, you know, draining entire water supplies of Indian villages and stuff. Let's not talk about that. Let's no. talk about... They don't advertise that. <laughs> no. So, the, you know, this is a handy thing to get people talking about and going, oh, Coca-Cola are going green. No, they're not. No, they're not. If Coca-Cola were serious, they would say, "Okay, well, we make a thing that is just pointless, as you say, but some people like it. So let's dispense it from like massive, kind of publicly available fountains or something." (laughs) You know, if if you were really, really serious about prioritising your impact on the environment, you wouldn't start by saying. Maybe we will get a Danish company to make 2,000. I think it literally is 2,000, yeah. uh, uh, 2000. <laughs> bottles yeah. out of something which isn't something, uh, entirely plastic.
1: Transparent. And I found the ideal thing for this is some of this uh, transparent,
0: sticky back plastic. Now, it needs to be just a tiny bit longer than the length of the. Belt, this
1: is why this podcast exists. There is a difference between two two doing three three something three in a slightly greener way and doing something that is fundamentally the problem, right? The problem is. That sort of business model, and the fact that you would rather sell vast amounts of it and ruin the planet than stop selling it entirely—that yeah. is the problem. Yeah, I don't want to come. O- I don't want to come over. All you know what about this? But that is the problem, Erol. It's the problem. It is the problem. And I've got another problem with this. Do you remember that thing at school when you used to get, like, one of your teeth or one of the school weed's teeth or, like, a 10-peat Same piece person, piece? mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and put it into a glass of Coke and leave it for an hour and see what happens to it. Do you remember that? I never and did I, that. Did you I, not? Like, I've, I've, I think that's This apocryphal. could be a 70s thing, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old. Um It's not apocryphal. I did it. I did it. It happened to me. And, like, you you put your... It was designed to show you about why it's important not to drink too much. Did the teacher just go, all right, then, uh, boys and girls, anyone got any teeth going spare? Pretty much from memory, yeah, I think so. You were encouraged... What you were encouraged to do was to save them when they fell out your gob. I don't quite remember. You definitely did it with... I, I have definitely, in my life been involved with teeth going into a glass of coke and i don't think they were my teeth can't quite remember anyway (laughs) the point being it was designed to show you how (laughs) coke is really corrosive and it all zap through everything put 2p in a glass of coke and come back in an hour and see what's happened to it clean 2p is what's happened to it how in god's name is it possible genuinely for coke which is inherently like fizzy and kind of reactive and sugary to ever be served in something that is degradable I don't understand. Like this is. Oh right, I see. This this is a genuine like material science well, question. But the fact that they still need to put pa- plastic on the inside of this paper bottle kind of tells you a bit of what the problem is. Is that it?
0: for reasons of it being resolved, or is it just a kind of wet thing meets paper
1: doesn't equal? Either way, it's a problem. I mean, yeah. I suppose my bigger point is: is there like the, the point will come where they go? Yeah, we tried putting our Coca Cola in two thousand paper bottles. And we're left with a big pile of
0: soggy yeah, paper.
1: Didn't work. Should have listened to work. Well. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That is just about it for another episode of The Babble. Thank you very, very much, Dave, for babbling so supremely and holding my hand through oh. this comeback episode.
1: You've done very well. There's been an awful Thank lot you. of coughing I've edited out. you genuinely genuine. I'm delighted to have you back. I was all worried. So welcome back. Get your glasses fixed. You look ridiculous. Thank you. Now, yeah. it wouldn't be a babble without
0: me forcing Dave to defend the death of loads of animals. So I did just want to get this in. You wouldn't let me talk about this in the main uh, bit, so I'm going to talk about it now, and I will do it quick. Go. You know the big drug lord Pablo Escobar, yes, ex drug lord Pablo Escobar, right. indeed. Uh, his compound um, somewhere. Where is it? <laughs> Hang Chemical on. compound? No. Well, it probably, it probably was because uh, he was Colombian, wasn't he? So is it in Colombia? Yes. You are doing. You are yes. doing this magnificently, Thank as you. well as yeah. I hoped right. you would. Look, this is he- why I didn't want you to Oi! do it. Oi! Shut up. Uh, he, Where he lived in Colombia, he yes. amassed a huge quantity of uh, of animals. And then when he died, they all got, like, released and whatever, including a whole bunch of hippos who have become a bit of a tourist attraction and have bred. Hippos don't live in Colombia uh, naturally, and they are knackering up the local wildlife. And now scientists are really worried and saying that what should be done is the hippos should be killed what do you think should happen, Dave? Death to the hippos or death to all of the delicate, natural, uh, native ecology and fauna and all the rest of it? And my position is it should not be death to the hippos. So just just let the whole delicate ecosystem fall apart. I am
1: not a hippo ecologist. I'm not many things. I'm definitely not a hippo ecologist. So I don't know This is why I didn't want to talk about it. A group
0: of of scientists is warning that hippos pose a major threat to the area's biodiversity and could lead to deadly encounters with humans. That's a point. Hippos, I'm pretty sure, are the biggest killers in terms of from the animal world of people in sub-Saharan Africa. So you want people to die from hippo death as well.
1: Look, I don't know. Like, I don't really care Uh, since when am I supposed to arbitrate on bloody hippos now as well as pandas and grey squirrels well because that's your thing isn't it you're all like don't kill the grey squirrels can we finish this episode now they get to just kill whoever they want can we finish this episode now (laughs) and say happy birthday to Greta happy adulting (laughs) to Greta who has turned 18 do you remember when I didn't know what a Greta Tunbury was
0: Yes, I do. I I remember a little bit astonished that you Mm. didn't know what a Greta was. But yeah, we are old enough to remember when Greta was just a 16-year-old who Dave didn't know about. Um, Now she's 18. And yeah, happy bloody birthday to probably the most inspiring person to have been active in climatey world in the last couple of years. And like, what a difference what a difference she's made happy
1: birthday
0: yeah happy birthday and I think she's amazing she's putting up with increasing amounts of shit and she said this about it which I thought was a very wise quote she said if you actually start thinking about where you are and what is being said about you and how much focus you are getting you would develop a self image that wouldn't be very sane and I just think yeah, I wish I was that wise when I was 18 Um,
1: Uh, do you think we'll ever be that wise or is time running out for us to gain wisdom do you think
0: I think it might be I've always imagined all these things that I'm going to achieve when I'm older. Wisdom being one of them. But now I'm older and I'm not wise.
1: Thank you very much, Earl, for babbling. Thank you to Arabella for so nobly reading out the eco-guff. To the legendary Dickie Moore for the music that starts, ends and intertwinkles this podcast. And to the fantabulous Arthur Stovell for the logo, What Adorns Our podcast. And our t-shirts, what you can buy at our website, whatiswubblywubbly.sustainababble.fish.com.
0: If you would like to send us anything, uh, you can do so on email at hello at the babble.fish.
1: No, if it's a cat, you can't.
0: Uh, no, you can't send us a cat. Um,
1: can we get a Babble cat?
0: Sure. Yeah, that'd be nice. What would you call it? Uh, Inhoff. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you little Inhoff, will you come here? Don't you piss on that. <laughs> uh, yes, let's get a Babble Cat. Okay, what was I saying? You can, yeah, send us cats to PO Box Sustainable. Uh, email us hello at Sustainable.fish. Tweet us at The Babble Wagon. Go on Facebook and search for Sustainable. And give us money! We've mentioned money. this already, but we'll mention it again. We need your dosh to keep this thing going. Give us dosh at Patreon. patreon.com forward slash Babble. And thank you to the band of loyal Babble devotees who do give us cash. It's hugely appreciated and we love you.
1: Right, good. Very good, old. I'm glad you're back. I don't think you're 100% old son. I think you've done well, but I think you're going to have a lie down. I and continue your recuperation it. so that we can bring Babel to the nation and box this pox on the fart box. Absolutely, yes. yes. Very good. All right. Bye. Bye.